Hello and welcome to the Lisa Luce Show. My goal here is to help you achieve energy, joy, and fun over 40. We'll be challenging the status quo on aging and choosing growing up over getting old. We'll be talking confidence, health, fitness, mindset, all the things to ensure you are living your best years ever. By the way, you can find me across social media at Lisa Lou Fitness, where I show up as your dancing BFF. All right. I hope you're ready. I am so glad you're here. I'm so excited to talk to you today about a topic I'm really pretty passionate about, which is finding success in the midst of failure. And I'm passionate about it because I I think I've experienced a fair amount of both in my life, (laughs) both success and failure. And I can speak from a place that may help you. Help you what? Well, are you pursuing dreams, passions, or do you want to and you're not because you do fear failure or maybe even you fear success? Have you heard that before? That's That's a whole episode on its own, but what I want to do is give you a little bit of backstory and tell you a little bit about me as a seventh grader and where it all started for me, realizing how I just enjoyed early on knowing that I had control to make my own money. And that was introduced to me when I saw an opportunity in the seventh grade. I was in, I believe it was math class. I remember where I sat in this class. I remember my boy crush that was sitting right across from me. And people had highlighters. They were highlighting certain things. And I'm thinking to myself, some have highlighters. Some don't have highlighters. Everybody needs a highlighter. So I went and purchased with what money? I have no idea because I didn't get an allowance. Maybe I probably bummed it from my mom. But uh, went and purchased highlighters at retail, and sold them in that class for 25 cents above retail. I was hooked. Oh my gosh, I was making, what, 25 cents for me, a quarter that I got to keep for a highlighter? Now, you may be thinking, isn't that illegal? Actually, yes, you're not supposed to buy at retail and then sell above retail, but statute of limitations has run out on that, so I'm pretty sure I'm safe from prison. Anyway, that's where it started for me because I realized I had the control, the power, if you will, to make that quarter or not to make that quarter. It was up to me. And that was just a very empowering, pivotal moment in my young life that really set me up for who I would become as a woman. So the next entrepreneurial journey, that's a hard word to say, that I can remember was as a personal trainer. There may have been something before that, but that's the next one I can actually remember was being in my late teens, getting my personal training certification, maybe it was early 20s, and I had done other work. I had worked for other places. In fact, my first paid job was at a skating rink. I still love to roller skate to this day, but I remember being at that job and wanting to take off and him telling me no. And I remember something inside of me stood up and put my little internal hands on my hips. And I'm thinking, what? What do you mean I can't take off? So maybe that comes down to a problem with authority. I'm not real sure. All I know is that from early on, I wanted to make the call. I wanted to be able to say when I showed up, when I didn't show up, and I wanted to be accountable to me. So I worked a few more jobs, 
then became a personal trainer. And not only did I love personal training, I loved being able to choose how many clients I brought on or didn't. And I was doing this in the midst of college, so I certainly couldn't have a bunch. And then it went from there. I have done everything from, let's see, mommy and me aprons. I ran my own jewelry design company for many years. It was called Bead Me Up. Um, I made all natural deodorant called For Pitt's Sake. Isn't that so cute? Somebody really needs to run with that. That's adorable. Um, I helped to build startup companies. I made these bags called stuffers. I opened two gyms. All this time, while I'm doing all those other things, I was still doing personal training and health coaching on the side. So I always had my hands in something. I was just very enterprising and I loved being able to make my own money. It was just fun for me. So here's where the it all kind of comes you know, together with what does this have to do with success and failure? Well, because I've done several things and I have done well at several things, I started getting this question, maybe the first time I ever heard it was 10, 12 years ago. And I had a girl, I remember her so well, and she said to me, how is everything you do so successful? And I just remember kind of chuckling at the time because I didn't feel successful necessarily. I think in my mind at the time, success meant earning a bunch of money. And I certainly wasn't earning a bunch of money, but I was earning money. In fact, I had earned money at everything I had done. I hadn't lost money, except for my jewelry business. I never charged enough. But I I did, I had people just kind of watching my endeavors and they saw me just continuing to pursue and continuing to market myself and continuing to uh, put myself out there. This was before I was really on social media very much. So a lot of this was local and and I just kept doing the thing and it was fun for me. So when she asked me that question, it just seemed like it just kind of kept coming up. How are you successful? Why or why does success come easy to you? You know, I would have some people, why does it come so easy to you? That made me chuckle too, because I never really felt like it was easy. I had so many setbacks. Let me tell you, when I was making deodorant, I remember literally standing over my stove and I looked around and there's all these empty deodorant containers all around me. I'm sweating. It's hot. I'm stirring the things. And all of a sudden I'm like, why am I making deodorant? How did this even happen? Seriously, I had made some all-natural deodorant for family members. They fell in love with it at Christmas time. Before you knew it, I was making deodorant and selling it in stores. Why was I doing that? That was not a life ambition, but I just kept finding myself doing things and pursuing things and loving it until I realized I'm hot over a hot stove and that was not my dream. But but it was always so much fun for me. So this question coming up now and then really kind of made me have to decide and and think through what is my what is my definition of success? I'd really never thought about it. I felt like I was just kind of I was just one foot in front of the other. I didn't really have a plan. I didn't have, okay, this is where I want to be in a year, and, or this is how many people I want to reach by five years. I didn't necessarily have a plan. I just kept going forward. Something inside of me just kept propelling me. So, you know, I had to just get real honest with myself and say, okay, 
are you looking at hobbies and, and things that you make a little bit with and other things you make a decent amount with? What is the end goal? What are you trying to achieve? And my heart was always women's health. No matter what I did, that was always in the background. I wanted to help women do all, be all, everything in every way they could possibly be to feel good, to move well. My gosh, we we just have so many roles we've been called to. And it was my heart to just help them in their health and fitness journeys. So that was always the undercurrent for me. And so I had to go, you know, ultimately my success is how many people can I help? And yes, I like to make money or I wouldn't be an entrepreneur. So yes, it would also be to make sure that my time that I'm spending, that there's a a correct value on that. So I am also building a business and not just you know, being in ministry nonstop necessarily. So it it really made me basically what I'm saying is it made me decide I've got to become a businesswoman. I'm either a businesswoman with a plan or I'm never going to get too far because there's really no plan in place. So in thinking all these things through, I also just contemplated what does keep me moving forward? What keeps one foot in front of the other when this thing fails or when that thing maybe didn't make as much money as I wanted to, or now I've spent all this money on all the stuff for for my my deodorant business that I, I told you it's for pit's sake so cute right and I realized I actually don't even like this like it you could look at that as a failure. But what was always inside of me was it was actually just a big learning opportunity. I learned what I loved. I learned what I didn't love. I learned what I was good at. I learned what I was not good at. One endeavor at a time. So it was always a learning opportunity. But the more I thought about it and the more I had to kind of get honest with what keeps me going. That was my dryer if you heard that in the background. In the midst of all of the massive massive failures and setbacks, because there were plenty, what keeps me going? And this, my friend, is what I believe is the success formula. It is what has helped me to be successful in many of my endeavors. It's what continues to propel me forward. First and foremost is service. That's not even one listed here. But it is how many lives can I change? That is intoxicating to know that you have stepped into somebody's life. And I'm honestly not changing anybody's life. I'm helping lead them to the conclusions that change their own lives. I cannot force feed anybody anything. I cannot make them move. I cannot shove the right mindset into their mind. They have to be open to it. But when they are, and I can be part of that journey, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. It is so rewarding and so exciting to me. So where I am at this stage, this formula is a really big deal. And I'm going to share it with you. It's basically my five keys to success. Okay, so here we go. I'm gonna list. Uh, I'm gonna list them out. And you know, if you have a pen and paper, I would write these down because I'm gonna give you, you know, a couple sentences to each as to why these are so important, so valuable, and have worked so well for me. I want to invite you to experience my total body transformation 30 day workout program. You're gonna get ten 
10-minute HIIT workouts with modifications. Now, why are these workouts so amazing? Well, in 10 minutes, if you're doing these workouts the way that I recommend you do them, you're going to be burning fat for up to 24 hours after the workout. They are so effective. They are so efficient. It's a 30-day program, but guess what? It's yours to keep forever, to do as much as you want. You're absolutely going to love the time that it saves and how effective they are at burning fat long after the workout's over. So go to lisalufitness.com backslash total body workout and grab it today at a great price. Number one in my success formula is consistency. So I'll admit when you are your own boss or you're pursuing whatever dream it is you're pursuing that you don't really need anybody else for, your success or failure is up to you. It can be tempting to not show up some days because what are you going to do? Fire yourself? But let me tell you, accountability to oneself is one of the most rewarding accomplishments. Continuing on, even when things get really, really hard day in and day out, I believe is the only way to be successful. You cannot achieve success without consistently showing up for yourself. Number two is mindset. There is no losing if I'm learning. So that has always reverberated within the very core of who I am. Even if I never said it out loud, even if I never wrote it on paper, that was my attitude. And it doesn't mean I never got discouraged by any stretch. There were things I didn't sell and programs that didn't work and especially at the beginning, clients that weren't seeing success. And I was I was frustrated and discouraged, but I never let myself stay discouraged. When I would fail, I would figure out, okay, after I brush myself off, after I wipe my tears and finished my pity party, I'd figure out why did that not work? Now I need to do something different so that I can get a different result. So if your mindset isn't in the right place, if you are getting stuck in discouragement and anxiousness and uh, feeling like a failure, then again, you cannot be successful. You cannot be successful without a proper mindset. So that's number two. Number three, blinders on. So it's interesting. I remember in 2008 when, you know, the, the economy was just a complete disaster, right? And I wasn't a big news watcher back then. I'm still not today. And I didn't really know that things were as bad as they were until they were like awful, right? And because I didn't know that, because I didn't let that worry dictate my my, uh, moving forward, I was incredibly successful during that time. I was making money. I was in the middle of an un, uh, an enterprising journey and and helping to change lives and still bringing in a paycheck. So blinders on, you know, if had I been glued to TV, had I been watching people on the news say no matter what, don't start a business, you're going to lose your shirt or buckle down and start hoarding away all your money and all the things, you know, take your money out of this and and put it here. I would have been a disaster. My blinders have always been on. I still don't watch the news because I also know that I'm very easily swayed. That's my personality. I'm easily swayed and I can be, um, I can just, I can go one way or another based on what I think is going to happen. And I don't want to react and respond out of fear. So this isn't a part of my personality that's like, oh, I can hear that and it not bother me. I choose not to hear it. (laughs) I choose not to put myself in situations that can cause me anxiety and make me put the pause 
on my own goals and dreams and on me serving my clients well. I cannot serve them if I choose to stop showing up for them because what may or may not happen. What I do know is that their health isn't going anywhere. It's certainly not going to get better if they don't move forward in their journey. And if I can be part of that puzzle, you bet I'm going to keep pressing on. So blinders on, friend, blinders on. Do not let what's going around you dictate your future, your dreams, your goals. All right, that was number three. Number four, discipline. So I'm not saying I'm the most disciplined person. Remember when I said consistency, it can be easy not to show up. There are still days that I don't show up for myself, but they are very few and far between. And being self-employed and having these big ambitions, it has honed the skill of self-discipline more than anything else I've probably ever pursued. Because guess what? It's a very direct correlation. I don't show up. My clients don't receive transformation. I don't make a paycheck. I let them down, I let me down. It's not an option. So discipline has to be part of your success formula because without it, you're just kind of left wavering to every whim of emotion. I feel like it, I don't feel like it, I'll wait till I feel like it, I'll wait till I have time. No, it's showing up even when you don't feel like you want to. Okay, that's discipline, that's number four. And number five, The last one I think is so important, and I got to tell you, learn from my mistakes because I learned this way, way, way too late in my own journey, and that is to surround yourself with people more successful than you, way smarter than you, people that are way further down on whatever path you are personally pursuing. So I did a podcast on this a while back, or at least it was part of one where I talked about what does that mean being in the room with successful people? Well, it can physically mean going to meetings or conventions or whatever it is, but it could also mean Zooms. It can mean listening to podcasts. It can mean, you know, just however it is that this person, these people can influence your life. It will help to shortcut. So there are no shortcuts to success, but I got to say, you will avoid some massive pitfalls and you will move much quicker and more smoothly if you will learn from those who have already done all of the hard work, paved all the hard roads, learned all the hard lessons. You can sidestep some of that stuff. So learn from those people who are further down the road than you are. Huge. That was number five, mentors. So let me recap. Success formula, number one, consistency. Number two, mindset. Number three, blinders on, blinders on. Number four, discipline. And number five, mentors. Okay, that's it. That's my formula. That's how I've how I have uh, partially done things. I can't say I've used all of that all of these years, but so much of that has been inside of me. Now I actually have a plan. Now I actually have all this ambition actually is directed into specific milestones that I want to reach, both in my personal business and in how many people I can actually touch along their health journey. And I hope that you have that as well. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. I hope it was helpful. And I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Have a great day, my friend. 
hey, thank you so much for being here with me today. And depending on which platform you're listening on, be sure you're either following or subscribe so that the latest episodes are really easy to find. And if you have a moment and you found value here, it would mean everything if you could take just a moment and leave a five-star review for this podcast so that I can get the message out to more women. Thanks again for being here and I will see you next time.